with Doc. I am your host, Doc. I'm not going to keep you here long today. I just want to talk about a few things that are going on in the world today. I did a special show this morning about reciprocity, Virginia gun laws, and how you can go about getting your permit and your carry license, your CCW. Please give it a check. It's a very short show, just six minutes. I went step by step through all the process that you would need to take to get it. You could just check that out on TalkShoe, Strange Talk with Doc, TalkShoe. I said that correct, S-H-O-E. Or you can listen to it wherever you like to listen to podcasts. I'm all over the place, okay? Just to get this out of the way, I like to get this over with real quick. The coronavirus cases worldwide have hit 7.7 million. There are 429,000 deaths. We have 2.1 confirmed cases in the U.S. and 115,000 plus deaths. So the coronavirus has not disappeared because of the other strife that's going on in the world. We cannot forget that we still need to be out there and be safe. I am not one of those anti-mask people. I wear masks every time I'm in public, and I have no shame in that. Nor shall anybody make me feel any form of shame. I do not want to get sick. And if I am sick, I do not want to make anybody else ill. That's just the way that goes. So we lost Rashad Brooks, 27 years old, in a Wendy's drive through in Atlanta Friday night. He was shot by the police. Uh, they, supposedly, he was sleeping in his car and people had to go around. They called the police. But no, nothing that he did that night was a death sentence. He did not deserve a death sentence. Rashad Brooks should still be with us Sunday morning. I understand that he might have turned the taser towards the police. And one of the police officers was, in fact, fired. And I even believe that the police chief resigned. This is an ongoing story. They burnt that Wendy's to the ground last night. People have to realize that the stick has been used so much that no longer will people who have the stick used on them return the favor of a feather. It is now stick for stick. It's uh, We need to get this shit under control. California's had multiple cases this weekend. I will get into the Jay Farrell situation a little later, but California has not seemed to learn a lesson. You know, we had uh, Trump this week. He goes to a swab factory in Maine, and they have to toss all the fucking swabs that they make because this lunatic is running around without a mask, so he contaminates everything that's in there. I mean, he always does more bad than good. I cannot sit, think of a situation where Donald Trump does more good than bad. You know, this has been a big week to deal with the Confederacy, the Confederacy flags, monuments that are made to people who fought against the United States of America. And I agree, villains don't deserve statues. Villains do not deserve to have buildings, monuments, college campus uh, institutions named after them. We should take these fucking highways, byways, and roads out of these Jefferson Davis. We should take them out of slave owners' names. And I don't think that anybody who's really using any thought on the situation 
can argue with me. Your your argument would be weak. It would be unfounded. In Germany, there are no streets named after Goebbels. There are no blocks named after Hitler. This just not the way it goes. They were the enemy. They became the enemy of the world and the enemy of their own people. And these were people who actually fought against the United States of America. The Confederacy fought to break the Union. I don't know what's so hard to understand about that. I think it's very simple. Now, we've had a shitload of these Karens, Beckys, whatever the fuck you want to call them. We had minivan Karen, Diane Grovel. We had Park Karen, Lena Hernandez. She was involved in three anti-Asian racist incidents in California. We had Arizona Karen. She slapped a police officer. No, she was slapped by a young lady in a store because she told her to go back where she came from. We had Wisconsin Karen, who had to be arrested two times in consecutive days because she was out of control. I think she even spit on a protester. Then we had a New York Karen, Lauren Balsamo. She worked at a health care facility. She worked with a health care facility up until January of 2020. She's out there with no mask. And when somebody calls her out on it, she decides that she should run over to them in a bagel shop and start coughing. You know, ridiculous. Don't let your mother, don't let your aunt, don't let your sister be the next Karen. Don't let them be the next Becky. Pull them aside if you know that this is a part of their repertoire that they shoot off at home and you tell them don't put the family through this you do not be the one wake the fuck up and stop this we need to get these women under control these are not children for the most part some of these women let me see 56 68 64 year olds people are allowed to go to parks people are allowed to be out and about without hearing from you what's going to happen in america when one of these older white women or knocked out on film, or assaulted on film, it's going to be an ugly situation that is super avoidable if they just stop it. If you have frustrations with life, speak to a counselor, get some help, do whatever you have to do to make yourself whole. But attacking other people physically, verbally, and spitting on them is not going to help any or anybody at all. We got the acting Department Secretary Chad Wolf from Homeland Security. He said that painting law enforcement with a broad brush of systemic racism is a disservice. A broad brush? I understand that point. But to say that law enforcement is not a part of the system of systemic racism is a lie. And it's a disservice to anybody who is listening to this nonsense. They are part of the system. They are part of the problem. They're not part of the solution. We have to be able to have checks and balances with the police department that do not exist because they are a part of that systemic racist cycle and system. So he's just talking nonsense. So Chad Wolf down boo to you man you you're out of fucking control so now they want to defund the police department and let's get this straight 
defunding the police department is not the same as disbanding the, the police department. Nobody's asking to disband the police department. There are services and people who need police. I understand that. Defunding is taking some of those funds and put them into the community as services as opposed to militarizing the the police department. So you need to educate yourself on the difference between defunding and disbanding. Those are two different words. They handle two different situations, and they're not one and the same. So we have a police sergeant, a court officer sergeant, Terry Pinto Nolopatano. She's under investigation because this woman thought that it was cute, funny to dock the images and show the former president, Obama, and Hillary Clinton being lynched. There is nothing at all funny about any black person being lynched. Cartoon form doctored form or anything of that nature. Matter of fact, there's a young black man in California right now, 24 years old. Friday, he was found hung in front of a Palmdale, California courthouse. And we need to get answers to what is going on there. And at this point, we really don't have the answers. Naturally, they instantly call it suicide. They instantly call it suicide, and that may not be the case, but I'm sure that there's CC film all over California, and they can find out quite quickly by just looking at the film if this is something that he did or if this is something that was done to him. I mean, but just to call it what it is, and they have to then be able to prove it to some kind of panel that this is, in fact, a suicide. Okay, we got these two fucking idiot brothers, the DeMarco brothers, Jim and Joe. They decide that they want to counter protest a Black Lives Matter, but they do it by reenacting the George Floyd murder. So fuck Jim and Joe DeMarco. One of them, I believe, was a, a cop or a CO. The other one is an ex-FedEx employee. And good for you, FedEx, by telling them to hit the fucking road because... This is not funny. They're sitting there with the big-ass Trump thing on their truck. You can counter-protest Black Lives Matter. That's your right as an American citizen. But to take it to the nth degree and decide to reenact a cold-blooded murder that we had to still stomach every day, uh, they're out of control. The Democrats decide that they want to wear kente cloth while kneeling. Um... Do I have a problem with it? No. Does Kente Claw uh, represent all black people? No. I thought that they were pandering by wearing the Kente Claw, but I can't really come down on them. They took a knee. They wanted to show some form of I'm with you type deal. So I'll take what little I can get, especially from these people because they do so little to begin with. So any kind of uh, acknowledgement beats no acknowledgement at all. We have a Tulsa Police Department major, Travis Yates. He says that African Americans are shot only 24% of the time less than they ought to be shot. 
I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. Is he saying that we only get shot almost a quarter of the time less than we should be shot? We should be shot 24% more than we are shot? What is, as a major of a Tulsa Police Department, what exactly is he saying to the cops in his state? What is he saying to the people under his uh, order? You know what? Don't you, if you don't have to use restraint, don't use restraint. I think you're showing too much restraint. This man should be investigated and he should be relieved of his duties ASAP. So we have Ray Cicerelli. He quits NASA over the Confederate flag ban. This is some imbecile from Maryland, obviously an Italian man. And if you say his name quick enough, Racist Arelli comes out, Racist Arelli. And nobody cares that he quits. But he's, you know what, he's such a jive, chump-ass fucker that he decides, I'm quitting after the 2020 season. Why don't you hang up your keys right now? Put your helmet, throw your keys in the helmet, put it outside your car, say you're done. He's never won a race. We never heard of this guy until he made this asinine statement. And that's that. Yesterday, Trump addresses uh, West Point at the commencement speech. The dude drinks water as though he has some kind of mental deficiency. I have never seen a human being drink water in the manner that he does. He comes down the stairs and very funky. And then he claims he runs. If he ran, it's the worst running I've ever seen. He's not 98. He's like 74. And he keeps reminding us of his birthday. I don't remember what day that is, this fat fucker's birthday. But I know it's coming up soon. Because he's really out there begging for people to acknowledge his birthday. He does it on his Twitter. He seems to be doing it every chance he gets. It's not Christmas. You're not Jesus. You're just a fat fuck up president that's been elected by lunatics who can't drink water, even put a good sentence together. So go fuck yourself and fuck your birthday. I hope this is the last one that you see on this planet. You know, this dude, once again, he decides that he was going to have his uh, rally on the same day as Juneteenth which he knew what it was. And in Tulsa, of all places, the site of one of the biggest massacres of black people on one day basis in the history of this country, Black Wall Street demolished a thriving business that America should have actually been proud to say, look what the former sons and daughters of slavery were able to accomplish but no out of jealousy they burnt this place to the ground and murdered these people and he decides on this day like he doesn't know what the day was this was a wink wink to his people look what i'm doing i'm holding a rally this is basically my counter rally to juneteenth this is my counter rally to black people we're not stupid. The only person who's stupid is you. You think that you pull things over people's eyes, but you do not. So, you know what? He had to move it out of, quote unquote, what he calls respect to the very next day, June 20th. And by the way, for those of you who do not know, study up on Black Wall Street and Juneteenth. 
Juneteenth is June 19th, by the way. Because just to let you know how fucked up and evil this man is, he not only picked Juneteenth to attack the blacks, he picked the middle of Pride Week to attack the transgender community by pulling their health protection. He does it on the anniversary of the Pulse shootings in the middle of Pride Month. So this is all strategical for him. He knows this date. Okay, well, I could fuck with the black people on Juneteenth. I could fuck with the gay people on Pride shoot, uh, Pulse shoot day in the middle of their month. So if you think he doesn't know, he's being at least advised by people because Anybody that he, he had plenty of time to change this. Any other date. So he picked these dates on purpose. You know, he he also has the nerve to tell he's done more for the black community than any other president. And maybe he'll take a pass on being up there with Abe Lincoln. Because it's kind of questionable, even if Abe Lincoln did any good, because you see the end results. In other words, he's saying they're free, they're being a pain in my ass, and the end result wasn't worth what Lincoln did. And Lincoln on his own, you we know the history. We don't have to get that. This is not what Strange Talk is about, being a history lesson. But we know that there was more in play for freeing the slaves than Abraham Lincoln wanting to be some kind of good guy. Okay, because that's not how it works in this country. This country does not base its actions on blacks, browns, and minorities on them being a good person or it's a good system or a good thing that we should do, you know, because Trump also suggests that chokeholds should probably be banned, but not if you're up against a really bad person and a bad scuffle. So now this is going to be the, the battle cry. This is what's going to be. Oh, it's a really bad person. I was in a bad struggle, bad scuffle. So I had to use this illegal. All police departments should make it illegal, which I thought it did, they started doing after Eric Gardner. Chokeholds, yokes, as we call them in the hood, and knees to, to the neck. Now, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who I... Still, I don't see enough of him. I guess I got to hunt around for him on the CNBCs, MSNBCs. He says that going to these rallies, these conventions, these large gatherings, which everybody seems to want to do right now, the weather's warm. He said that we are just going to continue to spread COVID-19. I see Vegas is open and I've been keeping up with them on like YouTube. And it seems like 90% of the people that are going through the casinos and the hotels and on the strip, uh, nobody's wearing masks. Now, the employees, by law, have to wear masks. But it seems like the people who are coming to town are not wearing masks. See, and this is another reason why I say police are not getting it. We had a New Jersey officer, Ryan DeBell. He pepper sprays two young men because they're sitting on their stoop, their stoop, minding their business. And he demands to know who they are and they produce ID. This is not a Nazi state. People are allowed to sit 
If you do not have probable cause to even question a person, why is a police officer questioning anybody for any reason? Would you go up to two white guys or two white women sitting on the stoop bothering nobody? You probably wouldn't, and you wouldn't ask them for ID, because what are you asking them for ID? Do you have the right to be in this world? So hopefully, not only will he his assault charges go through, I hope that they will amount to something. I will amount to him losing his job. He does not have the right to be armed and to be able to accost other people in the future. He should be going back to Joe Citizenville. I watched uh, The Five Bloods by Spike Lee this week. I found it to be a quite interesting movie. It's a little different. All Spike movies are, but I appreciate it. I thought Delroy Lindo did a fucking fantastic job. He kicked ass in this role. It was a, like I said, it was an entertaining movie. I I'm keeping it in my library, so that lets you know that I did like it, so I give it a thumbs up. I thought it was a good job. There was some weird stuff. Like I said, Spike Lee movies are always going to have weird stuff like old men. Instead of them being young back in 1970, they were still the same age they are today in 1970 war scene. Instead of hiring young actors to play them, in the past, they used the same actors from today, which was weird. But you know what? After a while, you just pass on and go, oh, okay, no big deal. Tonight, we got the long gone summer, which is the 1998 summer of baseball. My Yankees won at the time the most games in history, won the World Series. I believe they won 114 games during the regular season. They kicked ass in the playoffs. But this was the summer of home runs. This was the summer of Sosa and Maguire, or Maguire and Sosa, where they really went apeshit. I think one hit 66 and one hit like 70. And it was a great year for baseball. And, you know, personally, it's their lives that they're putting on the line. They gave the nation something to watch. It was beautiful. Every day it's like, hey, who hit a home run? You had Bonds out there. You had Clemens was doing his thing. Uh, Palmero was doing his thing. I, at the same time, you had A-Rod and Juan Gonzalez, Albert Bell. I mean, it was a great year for baseball. And uh, I can't wait to see this documentary. I'm on fourth season of F is for Family. I did say that correct. F is for Family is a cartoon show on Netflix about a family. And the family is not your typical family. It's a cartoon family. So you know there's strife. Uh, they cuss. They carry on. The next door neighborhood is a drug addict, uh, hippie-ish kind of guy. It's back in the days. I guess this show was late 70s to early 80s. It's very interesting. I give it a thumbs up. I think you should give it a chance. Like I said, it's on its fourth season each season. I think the first season was six episodes, and then after that, each season was ten. Jessica I fought Cynthia Calvillo yesterday at the UFC. I'm going to get into that later. I always hold the UFC for the day after. Even though the results are out there, I try to avoid them. It always gives me something to watch on a Sunday. So I will be watching the UFC and golf today until the uh, documentary about Long Gone Summer comes on later. Little Baby. 
came out with a song called The Big Picture, Bigger Picture. And I had never really heard of Lil Baby before. I appreciate him. I appreciate the message in his song. I do like that he didn't kind of skate around the fact that most of his stuff is about drugs and this, that, and the other. But you know what? He had a message, and he wanted to give that message, and he even wanted his people to rally around the fact, his fans, that they should vote, that it's important. And any time that you can even have an artist whose career has basically been kind of negative, I guess you would say, and they are now saying something positive, even if he goes back to his negative ways, if he had something to say one time, we have to listen. And I listened, and I appreciate it. So, little baby, thumbs up to you, bro. Dave Chappelle came out with 846. Powerful stuff. Comedy, for the most part, no. Storytelling at its highest level, a genius level. Dave Chappelle wrapped all of the things that are going on into one neat ball, and it's a nasty ball, but he explained it expertly. He linked himself into certain stories by dates and numbers. I thought that it was fantastic, and he agreed with me, and I agree with him. Becky, Cameron, shut the fuck up. Please, please. Now, that brother I was talking about earlier who might have been found, who was found hanged outside of Palmdale City Hall, his name is Robert Fuller. He's 24 years old, and we really need to get an answer on this one. Now, I did say I would bring up Mr. Jay Farrell. Jay Farrell, there's a video of him being accosted by the L.A. Police Department, where one of the cops, I understand they were doing their job, but the need to the neck thing, man. Once again, the need to the neck. He complied. He got on the ground. It was four of them. There was no reason to actually put any weight on his body. I think he could have been cuffed quite easily without anybody causing his body any form of harm. When you are compliant and they still give you grief is what the problem is. Why cannot, why can't the police understand that when you're being compliant, you are given no resistance that they do not need to use any force. No resistance should meet zero force. No resistance should meet zero force. It's quite simple. Can't they teach this to the police nationwide everywhere? When you give resistance, I understand force may be needed. But when you are giving no resistance, Zero force is necessary. And I'm going to tell you a quick story because I'm going to change this around real quick. It's not, it's usually the lion and the fox. You can look it up. It's an Aesop's fable. But to me, it's always been the lion and the fish. Somebody told me this and it was life changing to me. They said, do you know why the king of the jungle, the lion is the king of the jungle? And I said, no. So he says, the lion goes down to the water. And a guppy comes by and the lion asks the guppy, guppy, how does it, how is it to live in the ocean? And the guppy explains it to him. And when the lion walks away, he doesn't question the guppy. He says, you know what? I got to take the guppy's word because the guppy lives there and I don't. And see, that's the way white people need to 
do with black people. You don't live our lives. Listen to us and you'll get insight into our story. And quite simply, you become the lion and the fish. As simple as that. Now, I'm going to thank you very much for hanging in there with me. This has been Strange Talk with Doc. I am your host, Doc. I appreciate having you. I would really like it if you hit me up, send me an email, a text, whatever. Go to my Facebook page, my Instagram page. But go to my talk show page and listen there if you would. And I thank you once again. I hope that you have a blessed week. I hope that everything is fine with you. And I hope everything is fine with yours. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every single time, people, peace to you and peace to yours.